What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, I think it's been a while since I've done one of these gasoline price updates. And since there's some good news, I figured I'd do one today. All right. Retail gas prices in the U.S. are continuing to lower just in time for the busy holiday travel season. AAA reported a national average retail price of 366 per gallon of regular unleaded. And that's about 10 cents per gallon lower than one week ago. Of course, in California, since we have high state taxes, um, our average is at five twenty-five per gallon. But yeah. across the country, most places are averaging less than three dollars a gallon. And everyone will be seeing relief at the pump this week with even more substantial declines on the way. Maybe even five do- under five dollars by Christmas. Nice. So yeah, I bet you recently- wish that you had a gas car now, Sedano. No, I don't actually. Uh, and I was I definitely was missing my electric car when it was in the shop for kidding. like almost a month. So there's that because of somebody hitting me. Which was supposed to take four, four or five days and took a month. But I recently uh, got gas at Costco, four ninety nine point nine. There you go. And you were got like, it. "I'm saving money." I was so psyched. Then I went and got gas at my local gas station. It was like five sixty nine. Wow! While I'm on the phone with my father, who's down in Florida, darling, and he's paying three sixty nine. Right. My father's like, "You paying five dollars and sixty nine cents a gallon?" He's like, that's highway robbery. We're paying $3.45. I'm like, oh, man. Gas is so Wait. much cheaper everywhere right, else. Right, but the you're country. also, I mean, not right now. Well, maybe right now still, but you're also not schwitzing, uh, you know, every day in Florida like you would be, like that you would be true. there as opposed to here. It's it's funny because one of my friends that was recently out here like made it a point to comment on every single thing being so much more expensive. Like, I can't believe milk costs this a gallon and pineapples are this much. And I was just like, honestly, I've lived here five years. I've gotten so used to it that I don't realize how cheap things are in other places. Yeah. Right. Like, my brother bought a house that would easily go for like $10 million here. And like, if I were to rent it, it'd cost me like less than two grand a month out there. It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, listen. There's a reason. I know, I know. You know, it just it just you forget sometimes. You lose perspective, and you think, "Oh, I'm just used to it. I live out here, so right. it's expensive." But it's what makes this place great in a lot of ways. Um, is that, you know, that when it's November and it's 70 degrees on a Sunday yeah. afternoon, like, I, is that I, I mean, it? Listen, I got I landed yesterday from 27 degrees in Eugene, Oregon, and it was 76 at LAX, and I was like. <gasps> Tell me about it. Like my daughter who goes to Boise State, she's like, I can't wait to come home for Christmas. I can't wait for the good weather. It's already snowing and freezing. And my son who goes to school out in West Virginia, same thing. I'm like, hey, uh, I told you to go to school close by. I told you to stay in California. Yeah. They didn't listen. They didn't. They wanted to get far, far away from you. So even if you tracked them, they would, you still wouldn't know where the hell they were. Think of all the money you'd save on winter coats, Cap, oh, if they all went here, it. if they all tell stayed in it. California. I know. I know. But I'll tell you this. I, my, I was so cold in that booth in Eugene <laughs> that my feet, you know, and you're, I'm standing the whole game, calling the game, that like my feet generally hurt because I'm standing anyway, but because you couple that with like under freezing weather, like they didn't have like one of those big space heaters. Up they had a uh, radial heat on the oh. bottom, but when you have this humongous 20 foot window open, yeah. it doesn't, that's not going to matter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like it's, uh, it, I was walking back to the car and my feet were literally in pain. My foot cramped up at one point. Question. Can you call a game with the windows closed or is that no? Is no, because no? you'd hear like an echo. Okay. I was just curious. Because we have a mic outside, so you'd yeah. still hear that effects, but you'd hear a little bit of an echo in a little bit yeah. in regards to the window. We used yeah. to get in fights in Cleveland over 
the, there it is the again. baseball press box whether the once, window should be open or closed. Once the dam is broken, George, forget She's, right. like, she's like Omar Vizquel, three for yeah. three. You know what I mean? Like I We would get in fights with the old guys, and the old guys would be like, leave it open. And we'd be like, no, we're freezing. Yeah, no. I, I Listen, I'm old school like that. Leave it open. I'll freeze. I know my, my son was telling me yesterday he went to see the Steelers play the Bengals yeah. in Pittsburgh. And he, about the third quarter or so, he starts sending me texts like, I think we're going to get out of here. I'm like, and I, I could tell it's what he was doing. close game. Yeah. Well, he was sort of testing me. Yeah. Like, he was, was I going to say to him, no, 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 don't Because you hate kinged? Well, yeah, because I had to hate king somebody <laughs> to get him tickets. Right? So I think he was kind of testing me like, hey, dad, is it okay if we leave? You know, my feet are freezing. He was having the same problem. And I'm like, wait, but aren't two of your buddies that are with you, like guys that are going to their very first NFL game? And you're going to tell them, come on, guys, let's go because your feet are cold? Come on, man. Yeah, butch up, dude. Well, yeah, that's what I told them. Do better. See, that's my new phrase, do better. Even though you hated it. I hated do better. And now you are like a do better person. I'm all over do better. Everything I say now is about doing better. You hate it for you. Like if I said to you right now, Cap, do better. Right. I'd be like, don't say that to me. I don't like that phrase. Right, but you love using it. Right. Now I'm a dish it out, can't take it kind of do better guy. You're like Mace. Ooh. What do you mean? (laughs) Dish it out, can't take it kind of guy? Yeah, I mean, he knows that. That's not like a, like, he knows kind that. Kind of his MO, yeah. I've said that to him. Like, he's well, not, I'm not I, saying it because of you. I'm saying because of, ooh, you compared it to that. Oh, to Mace? Yeah. Yeah. I think you could, there's worse people you could be compared to than Mace. I love Mace. By the way. I do. Let me tell you something. I have gone full spectrum with Mace over the six years I've been here. And I there is not, no disrespect to you, Cap, because I've known you a long time. But outside of you, who I've known since I was like a child, basically, um, Mace is like my favorite person here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Chris is wow. going to put something in the rejoin now. I can't believe I'm not his favorite person. You know, Mace and I are doing a show together I heard. on December 9th. Yeah, because John and wow. I are both away. Yeah, and listen to this. Um, we're actually doing a long drive competition, yeah. Black Gold, and um, we put together this program where we're going to work with um, a, an organization called the Folds of Honor Foundation. Yeah. So I wanted to do like a big military appreciation, take care of military type, first responder type people during yeah. the holidays. Yeah. And so we're doing this long drive-a-thon, yeah. and it's going to be awesome. And then Mason and I are actually doing the show that day from 1 to 3 p.m. from Black Gold. Nice. So after a twerk-off, the last time we were together... We're trying to figure out what to do, George. If you have any creative ideas, uh, Clinton Yates suggested a, go- a golf cart race. Oh, I like that. Somebody's bound to get I, hurt. I feel. Bad. I was going to say. I feel like there's like some liability. Yeah. Issues well, with that. I would be careful with that. I do know somebody um, who literally almost had their leg amputated because the golf cart flipped over on them. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. That, that really is no fun. Yeah. <laughs> he was down for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't that, want that. That person sent me an email and said, "I don't think that's a good idea." Probably. Yeah. By the way, real quick, mm. uh, an update for everyone who's been asking me, because a lot of people ask, it when I, ask me when I post the picture from the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Did Cappy pull through with Saturday? the parking? Saturday? Yeah, that was very Ohio right there. Uh, yeah. No, Cappy did not pull through with the That's parking right. because did he did not have time to ask. <laughs> Correct. So I just wanted to let everybody oh, know. I have questions about that. We'll do that in the next segment about your trip with Mason and Sliwa. Um, but let's do the 6 o'clock reset here real quick. All right, we got some topics. We're going to go fast, fast, fast. This is about pace and space, Cappy. Let's go. Let's hustle. All right. So here we go. First one, Linz. What do we got? All right. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs came up clutch in their win over the rival Chargers. Oh, man. Listen, Patrick Mahomes, Cappy, I believe, is the most talented and feared player in the National Football League. And yesterday was just another example of that. You give that guy about almost two minutes and down by less than a score, 
um, he's going to take the game. And he did it in front of all those Chiefs fans at SoFi Stadium. All right, what's next, Linz? Should Bryce Perkins start at quarterback for the Rams moving forward? I don't think they have much of a choice, i got to be honest with you, so uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Even if Matthew Stafford were healthy, I would still play Bryce Perkins. Seriously, like, A, find out what you got, and B, there's no sense in getting Matthew Stafford hurt any worse, especially given his contract and he's going to be here for a while. Next, Lindsay. All right, was yesterday's game the perfect audition for the Raiders to trade Derek Carr? Oh, my God, yeah. I just told you earlier. Call the Jets GM as soon as the season's over and be like, bro, you need one of these. This is what you – you see this model? Yeah, it's got a few dings and scratches here. But we can buff that out. You'll be perfect with this guy. I don't think so. I don't think Derek Carr did anything yesterday that changes the way everybody around the NFL looks at this guy. I'm not saying that somebody might not want to trade for him. I just don't think he's anybody's answer. All right, last one, Linz. Was our LeBron told Anthony Davis that he's playing like his old self? So will AD finally take the torch? Uh, I think he will. I think that LeBron is, and I want to get into this a little further. Um, also coming up here in the next couple segments, but I think LeBron having the opportunity to kind of sit down and see how it has unfolded. I think AD is doing the thing that LeBron and everyone has been begging him to do, and I think that LeBron will help facilitate that even further when he comes back. Yeah, for me, I'm going to have to see it to really know for sure. Okay, there it is. Yeah. That's the 6 o'clock that? reset. Look at that. We na- You nailed it, Captain. Crushed it. Crushed nailed it. the dismount. That's right. Got to see it to believe it. <laughs> Basically, the 6 o'clock reset is how many cool, fun cliches can we get in? In right. like a span and, of and, like and four how long? minutes. How long was that tick, 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 tick? I mean, tick, that was like three minutes. Well, we re- we, well we're workshopping the bit still. You well, know? my thing is, is it a minute per thing or a minute for the entire thing? Because you guys go quick. Yeah, because we were going to do a minute per each topic, but then you guys finish it. Well, but that, also so. we were also up against the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're like, good. Mm-hmm. We, we got this all figured out back here. I think that sounded good. Yeah, I well, think it sounded good. How long did good. that go? How long did it, it go? It was like tick, three tick, and a half it minutes. It was like yeah. two and a half. Oh, two and a half? Yeah. Okay, there really? you go. I like that. buzz. Yeah. I like that. I like the buzz at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. All right. USC. Caleb Williams. Cappy is the greatest player at this stage of his career I have ever laid my eyes on at that position. I will tell you exactly why on the other side. And let's dive into this LeBron return and what it means for AD because he's kind of come back sooner rather than later, in my opinion, after this. I think after these uh, San Antonio games in a couple days. So I, I think that there's a lot to be said about just kind of the state of AD and the Lakers and LeBron, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my God, the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys. The Niners are putting it on the Cardinals right now. All right. watching this game? I mean, the rain and the mud. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I say the mud. I mean, the field actually looks like it's holding up pretty well. If the, the Rams were playing, who knows? Maybe they'd have moved this game back to L.A. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get to all that coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Million Dollar Mondays. You know it every Monday at this time. We pick caller number seven, and that person automatically wins tickets to a Rams game, Rams-Seahawks in this particular case. And that person gets a chance at a million dollars. Not a national contest. Cappy and I will literally knock on your door if you nail these things. You got to nail the two Super Bowl. Is that you knocking? That's me knocking. Okay. You got to nail the, the two Super Bowl contestants and the score for each team. Okay. So it sounds easy, but it's actually not as easy as you think. So let's go to Jesse Peck in Costa Mesa. Jesse, first of all, congratulations on winning the tickets. Way to go, Jesse. Thank you. Thank right. you, guys. Yeah, man, for sure. Now, you got to pick the two Super Bowl teams and pick the score for each team. You nail that, we're bringing a million dollars to your house. Well, then I'm definitely not going with my heart. So I'm going to go with my brain. I'm going to say that it's going to be the Niners and the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are going to win it. Let's go uh, with... 27 to 24. 20, oh, I love this. 27-24 Chiefs over the Niners. Jesse Pack in Costa Mesa. Best of luck to you, brother. Hopefully we're knocking at your door bringing you the million dollars. Thank you. I hope so, too. All right, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. You too. Happy you, Thanksgiving. Brother. Yeah, let's put them on hold. There you go. All right, there it is. George, think about all those callers from earlier in the season. That picked the Rams. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It's like week two. Who, who's your Super Bowl team? The Rams against the Bills. It's like, yeah. I mean, the Bills still have a shot. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of like when people go on Twitter and they go, this tweet didn't age well, Lindsay Baseball. Um, it's like, guys, that prediction didn't age well. Yeah. Do better. Yeah, do better. I mean, Niners and Chiefs, that's a good, that's a good prediction. Yeah. But you probably didn't Sports know that in week two. Over. Probably didn't know that. Now, I nailed a pretty good prediction this week. Which was? I said UCLA is, or excuse me, USC is going to win an incredibly tight game against USC. I'm sorry. USC is going to win an incredibly tight game against UCLA. And you were like, no way. Blowout city. Because you were catering yeah. to Boney. I know well, what you were I up said, to. I said, I said two scores. I said I thought that USC wins this game convincingly because I really felt that way. I felt like UCLA either got caught looking ahead against Arizona or underestimated Arizona. Either way, they blew their season against a bad Arizona team. And improving, but still not a very good Arizona team. So I I thought USC, with so much to play for, would actually um, control the game. And it turned out to be one of the all-time great college football rivalry instant classic kind of games 470 yards passing for Caleb Williams on the other side nearly 310 for DTR it was just a, it was a great great game back and forth high scoring lots of lots on the t- you know on the line for the two teams it was awesome what a great game it was, but it was fantastic. But it was close. And I was USC, I think, favored by two and a half. So I think they covered. They covered by a half. I yeah. don't know if that's where it closed, but it was two and a half going in, at least on Thursday when we checked. Yeah.
but it was an incredible game. Just at, I, I thank God I recorded it and I added the extra time. I always do that when I'm doing, particularly college football when yeah. I'm recording a college football game. So when I was able to get back, I watched it and uh, and watched the ending like intently, as opposed to just kind of half watching it while I was calling a game uh, in Eugene. And it was wild, wild. We were giving. I'll tell you this: it was so such a good game, and it was obviously so important to the game we were broadcasting that. We were giving like live updates during the game, and the studio was also giving live updates during. Well, the game. it was it was really relevant, right? I mean, yeah. and now here here's what USC really needs now. Obviously, USC has put themselves in a position to possibly get real, real consideration for the playoff. Right. But here's what has to happen. Obviously, yeah. USC needs to beat Notre Dame, take care of business. Yeah. Okay. What USC really needs is it needs Oregon to beat Oregon State so that Oregon shows up in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah. Because Oregon is a respected brand in Cor- college football, correct. and Oregon State is not. Yeah. So to, if you beat Notre Dame, and then if Oregon beats Oregon State, and then if USC beats Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, given that Michigan and Notre Dame are going to play this Saturday, or excuse me, Michigan and Ohio State are going to play this Saturday, one of those two teams is going to drop. And if USC keeps going... USC has a very real yeah. chance. By the of way, making it, the it, if um, if for whatever reason Oregon loses at that point, um, then I believe I think Washington is back in that mix. So Washington is they're they're a respected brand. Yeah, but they're not. But they're as, not Oregon of late. Right. Yeah. And, but what I'm saying is like Washington, I believe, is the next team yes, that has the shot. I think you're right. If yep. uh, if Oregon State upsets Oregon, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a great game. I mean, it was so exciting, so fun to watch. Yeah, I think I told you this earlier, George. My first name drop on you today. Yeah, but UCLA legend yeah. and a former great NFL linebacker, Donnie Edwards. Yeah, I was standing there with Donnie Edwards on Saturday night watching this game on his phone. Yeah, while we were watching a reggae band called Soja. Soja, yeah. Yeah, we were getting ready for um, Kings of Leon. Who I, I don't get Kings of Leon. You don't. Get I them? like Kings of Leon. I went to their it. to their concert. Uh, it was probably like six or seven I don't years know. ago. But they I were, like them. They were good like a decade ago. Yeah. I don't get them. I, I haven't I listened to them in a while, but I find them. You know, the Sex on Fire album. Like that's a that's a great. I dude, mean, I Sex on Fire sounds difficult to perform too. I gotta yeah. be honest with you. I told people that I wasn't into it, and I left early. Like, are you kidding? Kings of Leon is such a religious experience. I'm like, no, it's actually not. And listen. If you like Kings of Leon, good for you. Wow. I just happen to not like Here Kings of Leon. Here we go. I was going to say, that's just one man's opinion. And you yeah, know, oh, that's all it is. You I mean, also I just, think that the Foos Fighters are like a religious experience. So Not the Foos Fighters. I think the Foo Fighters. No, you said the Foos Fighters was no, amazing. The, the Foos Fighters are the right, tribute the, band. Right. They, are, they are amazing. You've called them amazing. They are amazing. I would even say amazing. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, they're outstanding as, as, as far as you know, the tribute bands go. But I'm just telling you, Kings of Leon doesn't do it for me, and I, I don't mean, get it. I don't. I don't know what you mean by I don't. get now, it. Now let me ask you. It's, a question. it's a matter of, of of taste, you know. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. I mean, listen, people were giving me grief. I get it, Cappy. You know, I said Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in the country. Everyone's like, "Yeah, oh, you're crazy." C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Mm, I, I think he's in that category. He's think, right in that I, class. I think he's better than all of them. I mean, is he better? Yes. I don't know if he's he's a, Patrick he's Mahomes 2.0 to me. I've heard you say that before, and he's a really good player, and and he's had an amazing season, and he has lived up to the hype 
of the transfer portal and playing for his coach at Oklahoma and everything that he's accomplished so far this year and where USC football is today versus where it was at this time a year ago. Yeah, they would not be where they're at without him. Of course, but you know, there's other guys as well. I mean, Lincoln Riley obviously is the first guy that comes to mind. But listen, Jordan Addison, everybody talked about this kid and, you know, he's like kind of was like, to me, he was almost the first big transfer portal free agent, my term, not necessarily theirs. 11 catches, 178 yards, and a touchdown for a guy who's been, you know, kind of banged up as the season has gone on. But that's, I mean, that's pretty darn impressive also. So think about what they've been able to do, George, is bring in a new coach, bring in a new quarterback, bring in the top wide receiver in college football a year ago and turn this this football program into a 10-1 team right now. It's pretty impressive. It's phenomenal. It's outstanding is what it is. Yeah. No, it, look, I think he's incredible. I mean, he the way one of my partners on a broadcast when I did the Arizona State game said it perfectly, Tom Ramsey. He said, it's almost like he's a point guard out there, like where he's probing and like he'll, he'll you think he's going to run, he's not going to run, and he's going to jump pass or he's going to shovel pass or sidearm it. Like you just, he has so many crazy throwing angles, right? And he's got this incredible athleticism and a cannon. Like that, that's it. Like he's Patrick Mahomes 2.0. Like Pat, he's the only other person I have ever witnessed at that position at any level do the stuff that he can do under that kind of control and body control is Patrick Mahomes. End of story. End of story. Hands down. Yeah, he's a good player. Listen, he's a, he's a really, really good player. And he's got all the things that you want out of an NFL quarterback. Uh, is he the best college he, he quarterback would go in the country? Number one right now. Wow, you're like Mel Kiper all of a sudden. Number you're like a draft one. expert. Number one. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play enough. That's it. There are certain guys like okay, so um, Amino Hassan, who is a buddy of the the station, who now you know doesn't work at ESPN anymore. He used to be a scout back in mm-hmm. the day in the NBA. Like he worked for the Phoenix Suns, mm-hmm. and I remember he told me, and I know this. Obviously, this guy has has been in the news a lot for a lot of other things that we've discussed already. Um, But when he was scouting Kyrie Irving at Duke, okay, he had that assignment, okay, for the Phoenix Suns. He said he went there, he watched a half of basketball, he closed his book and said, I've seen enough. And I'm telling you, with Caleb Williams, I've seen enough. You're closing your book. That's it. Book is closed. You've seen enough. I've seen enough. He... USC is going to be so in the driver's seat next season because that guy will be there. If they can do anything to fix that defense, because that defense is not good, like I've told you all year. They are opportunistic. They get a lot of interceptions and you know turnovers, et cetera. Yeah, all that. But as an actual defense, like trying to stop the team from moving the ball, not good. Okay, If they can do anything to fix that defense next year, they are going to be again in the playoff and potentially in the national championship game. Yeah, well, I would think that the transfer portal, you think this this past year they got their new head coach. He was able to bring his quarterback. He was able to get the best wide receiver right, in the country. Right, but he's not a defensive guy. He's right. never been that at Oklahoma. Right, but but when you're when you're at a, a school like Alabama and you were a top fifty player in the country, and you, for whatever reason you haven't started playing yet, or you just think, hey, there's more opportunity and there's more money in Los Angeles than there is here in Alabama, which I'm not sure if that is accurate or it's not accurate, but. Maybe for a particular player, it's like, hey, USC needs a defensive lineman really bad. They'll pay me a lot. Of, and I say they. I don't mean USC themselves. But, you know, the collectives that now pay these NIL deals, they'll pay me a ton of money. See you, Alabama, going to USC. 
And I would think I, that they will recruit hard in the in the transfer portal I, to find I'm better gl- defensive players. I'm glad players. you're finally there because you were a doubter about that for a while. About the transfer portal? Yeah, and I, uh, I, I was uh, telling you, USC stands to win big in the transfer portal. portal. Well, they, to me, they already have won big, not only um, in the transfer portal, but and you were out last week, George, but we talked about how they, they signed the number one high school basketball player out of Atlanta, and they also signed the number one female basketball player out of L.A. And so it's not just the transfer portal, it's, it's getting involved in the NIL world. Yeah. You know, and that's what makes USC so much more attractive you were, than so many other places. I love that you you went from, I, see, Cappy, this is what I love about you. Tell you me, were like, tell me. you were pretty much anti-NIL for a minute. Well, I mean, I'm a little old school when it comes to this kind of stuff. I'm not afraid to admit that, you yeah. know? And I'm not sure I st- I'm still not sure I love Hashtag love, love it. untitled document. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I love it, but it is the way the game is played today. There I mean, it, it is. Used to be, it used to be, hey, you're a nice player. Here's a handshake. There's $100 in my hand. I'm a big booster <laughs> of the school. You know? yeah, would you have liked that back in the day? Like, were you, did, were the, were the, Was the kicker ever getting a $100 handshake? The answer is no. Oh, but man. don't you think Wait, that I was the guy? Even if you won like a big game? But don't you think I was the guy brokering the deals, George? Okay, but but like, let's say you kick a game winner. Nobody's yeah. giving you a hundred dollar handshake. I mean, not exactly. But I roomed with the quarterback, so Uh-oh. I did the deals. Right. I just had the right guy. That so you were know, you getting a cut? Of course, I was getting. A okay, cut. well then there you go. Can't be, Dude, you I was can't like an be, agent. You can't be that naive. You played college football to think that like. That this was all happening behind closed right. doors. Now it's just on the, it's on the, on the open on now. Front street. No, no, but, yeah. but there's no naivete of any kind. Naivete. But you, you said, well, well, back then they used to do this, and now I just I don't know how I feel about them doing this. Well, the, you could argue that the same thing was being done. It was just being done in private. Yeah. Well, that's exactly in what corners. NIL is the legal way to pay college players. Yeah. Right, and they were doing it pre, anyway. Pre-NIL, most teams were doing it illegally. So you'd now, rather break the law. No, it's not about breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. You're an but anarchist. But things have changed. I mean, we're not talking about $100 handshakes anymore. We're not talking about getting, you know, the top running back a Trans Am. We're talking about, you know, now nice millions pull. of dollars. By the know? way, a Trans Am now would be, you know, Dude, still an expensive car. That'd probably be really like a, a, you know, you could say like now a guy's getting a Tesla. Who was that in that? The, the Oklahoma. Yeah. Who Somebody. Was who was it? I, I don't remember who. But uh, All right. All I'm saying is Caleb Williams. El hombre, the man. Okay. Young man, but the man still, nonetheless. Uh, All right, big deal or no deal, Cappy. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, time for big deal or no deal, which means it's time for Lindsay Baseball here on Shidano and Cap. Thanks, Cappy. LB, do it. Oh, I hit my super excited. He's not there. Super excited. There you are, Patrick. Hey, Pat Bev. Super excited. All right. Who isn't? I know. Super excited. Super excited that it's almost Thanksgiving. Not Rams fans. No. Or or Lakers fans, fans, really. Or Lakers. Or UCLA. Damn, I'm done. I don't know. Laker fans, I think, are excited. I think Laker fans are starting Mm. to believe. We're back, baby. We are back. Delusional ones. Just like you said, the Raiders are back. They're back. Anyway, speaking of back... Following his return after an eight-game suspension on Sunday night, Nets guard Kyrie Irving told reporters that there's a possibility he could file a grievance against the team. He said he's going to, quote, leave it to his legal team and the Warriors around him and make sure that he and his family are protected. Is this a big deal or no deal, Cappy? Did you say, can you just read his quote one more time? He's going to leave it to the what? He's going to leave it to his legal team and the Warriors around him to make sure that he and his family are protected. Did you use the word, and I know it was his Yes, quote, he said warriors. Warriors? The warriors around him. Oh, my God. If I were Joseph Tsai, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, I'd be like, this guy, it never, ever ends with this guy. Never. All we asked him to do was to apologize. We didn't even care if it was heartfelt. We just wanted him to apologize publicly. You feel the way you feel, bro, but can you at least say the right thing publicly? And then he doesn't, and then they come up with all these things that he's got to do. Did he check all the boxes? Did he meet with everybody he's supposed to meet with? Did he say he's sorry to everybody? And then he comes back, and the first thing he does is, yeah, I may file a grievance against the team. By the way, Cappy, is it a big deal that Sedano just got locked out of the studio? Yeah, that I left funny. my phone. We have that phone app that lets us in. I, re- I took my old... Uh... My my Your other badge, badge. yeah. <laughs> Thinking that was the way to get. Uh, I don't know why I did that. So wait, what'd you do? So I just banged on the door, and Laura came and oh, that opened was it. nice. Yeah. yeah, I always take my phone with me just in case I ever get locked out. Wait, how did you hear him? So I had to go do something in the back in oh, the bullpen, okay. and I'm like, well, I figured somebody would. I figured you also would would wonder where is Sedano eventually. Like I mean, yeah, eventually you know, we would have. His but, stomach is hurting really yeah, bad. Yeah, he might be having a cappy moment. We don't right. know. Well, and there yeah. used to be a phone outside. Yeah, nothing. nothing they don't have that no, phone no, anymore. I was just no. going to call to the studio, but nope. we're, I'm pretty sure we're the only ones left here too. Me and Laura. Well, I would have just. Eventually, somebody would open the door. Hello? And would be like, oh, the somebody go find show, Sedano. You know? Somebody go check the bathroom. Hello? Somebody go so check the go. men's room for Sedano. It's 27 minutes. Parking's 30, bu- 30 minutes. Yeah. All right, so yeah. Cappy, doesn't, Cappy doesn't like Kyrie that's saying he might file a grievance against the team. Real quick, Sedano, your thoughts? Um, I mean, it's his right. I, I, don't, I don't know if this is... I, I just think if I'm Kyrie, like... You file a grievance, the story prolongs. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like your teammates, the team, you kind of want to move past this. And it felt like when he did, I saw his apology. It looked contrite, heartfelt. So I was a little surprised that that was the next move. But uh, clearly, you know, he's entitled to it. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. 
All right, so next one. Deion Sanders has become a hot commodity in the head coaching market. While he's currently a head coach at Jackson State, his name continues to pop up with notable D1 vacancies. First, there was Auburn. Then Georgia Tech was linked to primetime. And now Carl Reed of 24-7 Sports reports that Coach Prime has been in contact with both the University of Colorado and the University of South Florida. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? It is a big deal. He's going to get one of those jobs, um, and I would hire him. Hell, if I were his alma mater, I know they just, they're about to, you're eight and three or whatever this season, and it stinks because you let that guy, Norvell, um, take the job um, and let him go through the growing pains. But man, what about, talk about terrible timing. Like you have the most notable uh, football alum in your school, and he's available. Like, he's a hell of a head, co- head coach. And, and he's clearly a great head coach, right? Like a good recruiter and a good coach. And you're not going to be able to get him, I, I don't think, because you know, you've know you kind of invested in this guy you have now who's done a pretty good job after a couple years um, of struggling. So, yeah, he's going to get something. I don't think there's any question he's going to get a big-time job for but sure. But I, I don't think that Deion Sanders is going to go coach at Colorado. That's years away from fixing that program. That's number one. University of South Florida in Tampa. I know he's from somewhere in northern Florida, but I don't think it's Tampa necessarily. Yeah. I don't think that's an attractive school for Deion Sanders. Although I do think Colorado, as disastrous as it is, with the transfer portal, uh, with his son, by the way, I don't know. I don't think his son is a senior. No, um, he's not. He can play quarterback right away. Um, the Pac-12 is going to be a lot easier in another year, you know? I just don't think that Colorado is an attractive enough place. If uh, if I'm proven wrong, so be it. I'll stand on this one. I don't think Deion Sanders is going to the University of South Florida. I don't think he's going to the Colorado University. But when the right job shows up, like an Auburn, a school like from the SEC, when the right job shows up, Deion Sanders has proven not only is he a winning coach, He's a great leader of young men. He's a great philosopher when it comes to how to treat young men, uh, how to get the most out of them. And he's a great personality. I'd love to see it. Rack him. I'd love to see him get one of those big-time gigs. <laughs> Not South Florida doesn't count. I, always, I love, I love count. when you always say, I stand by it. What was the other phrase you used? I don't know. He forgets already. God, you whatever you said was I always find I always put always puts a smile on my face. You use when you say I stand by it, there's another phrase you use right after. I rarely use I stand by it. I just did use it. Yeah. But I just I just really feel strongly that someone'll um, tweet us what it was. That Colorado is not the place for Deion Sanders. Well, he, first of all, he's from North Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Yeah, so I, University of Tam- uh, South Florida is just yeah, that, that's close. Yeah, yeah s- side note question for you guys. Don't you think the fact that he's been such a big advocate for like HBCUs and like him, the fact that he's at a D3 school and he's kind of like making them prominent. Don't you think if he were to jump for a D1 school like ASAP, like immediately, don't you think that kind of like negates everything that he's worked very hard to No, he's to put build? him on the map in a way that yeah. matters. I don't think they're D3 though. They're D2. Okay, D2. Yeah, they're FCS. No, I hear what you're saying, Lindsay. Like he's like been such a great against... advocate for HBCUs, yeah. so yeah. why leave it? But that's like that's like when LeBron left the Brown or left the, the Cavs to go down to Miami. You know, that was his team, and and he left it, and he came back to it. But I just I, I think Deion Sanders. Well, if you want to you want to make real money, you you got to go to where the money's at. That's actually an interesting analogy because LeBron left because he needed the championship to validate him, and I think that Deion Sanders has already proven he's he's dominated that level. 
of competition, but he's only going to really be validated as a coach if he wins uh, in you know the Power Five. Right, and and by the way, and and again, South Florida doesn't count, and Colorado is well, the but bottom South of the Florida barrel. is not a Power Five school, so there's that part of it. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm with you on South Florida, Colorado. I I mean, I don't I don't think he's going to end up there. I think like less, maybe like a one percent chance, but there, I I think. I think you can get kids to go there. That's just me, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Do you think he'll ever end up at a Power 5 school? Yes. Eventually? Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great if he goes to like Florida State. Oh, that'd be amazing. Big old reunion. All right, last one here. Things are a bit tumultuous at Twitter right now, as we know. People are starting to seek other options. Well, one of the most popular Twitter alternatives to crop up lately is Hive Social. I just downloaded this today because everyone's talking about it. Hive, like a beehive. Mm -hmm. So it's been around for a couple years, but it took until this month for it to really explode in popularity. The biggest difference between Hive and Twitter is that Hive claims to have no algorithms deciding which posts you see. Mm -hmm. So in other words, your feed shows you posts exclusively in the order that they were posted. It's completely chronological. And obviously, you know, other platforms like Twitter, they they analyze your interest and they kind of prioritize the posts with things that you like. And Hive is a catchy name. Yeah. So do you guys think the fact that people are kind of flocking over to Hive, is this a big deal or no deal? I'm going to download Hive right now. Yeah, I downloaded it too. It's it, it's kind of like Instagram, but with words. There you go, Cappy. Let's get on the Hive. Let's start the Sedano and Cap Hive. I haven't tried the Hive yet. I've, in fact, I hadn't even heard of the Hive. But you know what? I hadn't I, heard of it until today, but I saw people posting about it. But what I do like is this. I like that people are looking around for an alternative and it's not only only because you know could Twitter go down. I just think people are like, you know what? I don't like what's going on here. I don't like the toxic nature of this platform anymore. If everybody's going to leave and go somewhere else, good. I'm not necessarily married to the platform. I'm kind of agnostic when it comes to the platform. Ooh, I like that. I'm an agnostic when it comes to a lot of things. I don't know where that word came from. I'm not even sure I used it correctly or what it means. <laughs> no, that but. is that is you're not like agnostic is actually the perfect word in that scenario that you're not you're not like specific to like one you know deity in, or in this case social media platform, right? Like you you know, you like uh, you're accepting of everything. I feel like the one thing we all use Twitter for is breaking news. And um I think we could all live without the social aspect of it. I just don't know how we're going to live without the, the the speed of the communication. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It, it's gonna. I don't see the world going back to like waiting for articles to be posted on whatever dot com. You know, so so there needs to be an outlet for us to find that stuff immediately. That's what I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you. Is that the last one? Uh, yeah, we got a break. So yeah. All right, cool. That is big deal, no deal, each and every day. Wow, that ended quickly. Um. <laughs> Abruptly, even. (laughs) Uh, Each and every day at 6.30. And uh, coming up next, all right, LeBron's coming back probably in the next week or so, Cappy. I feel Mm -hmm. feel safe in saying that, right? Um, How does that affect AD moving forward? LeBron needs to do one thing to make sure this keeps going. I'll explain what it is. I'll let you guess next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You know this one, though, right? R.I.P., dog. Yeah. You hear that, O'Shea? <laughs> why are you, why you bringing up O'Shea? Because I want O'Shea to know that, A, I'm down, and B, sometimes I have to say cool things like R.I.P. dog. If you have to say you're down and you're cool, hmm. little sus. Listen, really? I'll, I'll vouch for Cappy because, you know, the day that Coolio passed away, R.I.P., um, him and Clinton went like two segments breaking down some Coolio, Coolio best moments of your life talk. Yeah, that is big true. The big CY. The big CY in Took the Took some that calls day. on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just saying. You were down that day, Cap. And a lot of RIPs lately. A lot of RIPs. I know. Like Olivia Newton-John earlier today. That didn't happen earlier today. Well, we talked about her today. Oh, I was going to say, What? There was a rejoin earlier today about... No, no, she thought John. you meant like that she passed away today. No, no, no. No, she passed away earlier this year. We lost her earlier this year. That's what Chris said. We did? He does say we lost. Mm-hmm. We lost. By, speaking of losses, the Green Power Ranger slash White Ranger, sad. That was sad. He died over the weekend. I know. I saw that. An alleged... Um, he allegedly took his own life, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Power Rangers. My brother dressed up as the Red Ranger one time. It's not going to shock anybody to tell you that I had no idea that this happened over the weekend. I heard no news of the Power Ranger dying. Oh, yeah. Um, Laura shared it in our group chat. but Yeah, I saw it. I didn't want to embarrass myself and say I don't know who that is. (laughs) It said, like, Green Ranger. I was actually... Cappy, you could have asked. No, she was like... She she, she had a name of a guy. She's like, hey, this guy died. And I was like, I don't know who that is. I'm not even going to ask. And sadly, you know, he took his own life. And in fairness, sad. in fairness, though, I was thinking to myself, I bet you a million dollars that Cap, like Cap definitely doesn't know who that is. And I even wondered if Sedano did, because I feel like when Laura and I, that was in like the well, early I just, 90s. I, I didn't know the, by the name, yeah. but when I saw the post, I knew who it was. Yeah. I mean, I remember the song he played well, with his flute that made the yeah. big dragon thing come out of the water. Yeah, I remember Cappy it. Cappy is... I, I'm just barely enough, like young enough where that I kind of knew the Power Rangers a little bit. But, like, Cappy's out of that demographic. Yeah, he was yeah, in, like, college. I am way too young. Right. I'm so yeah. much younger. Yeah. You were in college, and right. Sedano was probably, like, you know, early high school. Yeah. Like, middle school. Yeah. That was, like, 
my life when I was little. Go, go, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. And then, like, the, the guy, what was his name? The little robot. And he's like, Bebop, Bebop, oh, ay, ay, ay. What was his <laughs> name? Him. And Rita, the, the crazy oh, the lady. The crazy older lady. Yeah. Kind oh, of man. like Maleficent. By the yeah, way, yeah, I'm on Hive crazy. now. Sedano is my handle. On what? Hive. Yeah. yeah. I have to download you, that. You got to, like, snatch up your name real quick. I better not say that on the radio. Someone's going <laughs> to. Before someone baseball? takes it. No, I already got mine. I already got Sedano. I'm good. All right, I'm going to try and get on this Hive thing. You can't use your remote control. You know that, right? Download Hive. <laughs> and maybe if there's an app for your TV, you never know. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if LeBron's on Hive or AD. Hmm. I'll check it out later. Um, you know, LeBron is going to have to now, not that he's like, I, I don't, I, I think general, like he's kind of this kind of player anyway, but LeBron sees now that AD is the guy that they want him to be, or at least in the last three games, he's been that. Now, if you're LeBron, you got to just follow through with what you wanted, right? Which is, hey, man, I've been saying this guy needs to be the guy. Now I'm going to make sure he's the guy, right? Like, that, it's got to be just that simple. Yeah, can LeBron come back and be the number two guy to the guy? Yeah, he just has to be the number two guy in regards to the basketball portion of it. He's, he's still the leader of the team. Right. The question, though, is can Anthony Davis be the guy when LeBron is back? Yeah. Why not? He was the guy the first year. For the most part, in a, in a lot of ways, would you say his first year? And we always we always make this comparison. Was he the Batman or was he the Robin? I mean, I would say he was the Robin, but in the in the playoffs in the finals, he might have been the Batman. Well, he it's just that Batman was relying on Robin. So now he's got to turn. He's got to become the number one guy. And a few weeks ago, and it wasn't even that long ago, we were starting to question about whether he has it. Does he have the brain? Does he have the heart? Does he have the game? Does he have the health? Does he have what it takes to be the number one guy? And what we've learned, at least this season thus far, is that through three straight games against three very poor teams with LeBron not playing, Anthony Davis has been the guy. Because Mr. Casey McClure on our uh, Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says LeBron comes back and everything goes back to the way it was. Too many watchers on the team. I, I just don't agree with that. LeBron is too smart of a player for that and he's not like he's not the guy that generally likes to dominate the ball like historically if LeBron can come back and I'm gonna say um get the most out of what the Lakers have done in these three games it would be it would be incredible now you know what else would be incredible is if the Lakers tomorrow night they've got Phoenix tomorrow mm-hmm so look, they've beaten San Antonio, and people are like, hey, good, that's, that's good. you you got to win. Three straight wins. That's really good. And they look and they go, Brooklyn's terrible, and Detroit's not very good, and you know, uh, last night's win was nice, but nobody thinks San Antonio's any good. So a credible win against a real team. Winning tomorrow night would be great to make people believe that the Lakers have maybe turned a corner in some way that Anthony Davis is going to be your go-to guy. And some of these other guys are going to play supportive roles. Listen, I, I think um, Dennis Schroeder coming back. That was pretty good. I'm not saying that Dennis Schroeder is like going to some hall of fame or no, anything. But he's a good player. He's a nice guy to have. And what was the other guy, the center that just came back? What's his name? Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant surprised me. 
Yeah, he's a good, pretty good player. Yeah, not bad. You know, and then you throw in Lonnie Walker's athleticism, which I love. I mean, if LeBron could come back and go, okay, guys, look, um, we've proven now, you know, pressure's off. Let's let's everybody lighten up a little bit around here. You know, we've won a few games, dug ourselves out of this hole a little bit. Now I'm back, and I'm going to try and get the best out of all of you because I've been sitting over there on the bench, and you guys have been you guys have been balling out without me. I'm going to make things better for you. Gosh, if LeBron could do that, that'd be great. Yeah, I think he can do that. And then if Anthony Davis can remain the number one guy, even with LeBron on the floor, don't yield to LeBron. Yield to him off the off the court. He's the business guy. He's the billionaire. You're his guy. You know he he's done so much for you off the floor, etc. But on the floor, take control. Take control as if LeBron's not even there. It's your team. And stay healthy. Rack him! <laughs> Give me, yeah, rack me is right. Do they have a sound for that? They don't have a sound for rack him. No, he just says rack yeah. him. Yeah. Somebody give me a tongue. Maybe I should just give myself a tongue. I mean, I like Troy Brown. I like Austin Reeves. I mean, there's a lot of guys on this team that, you know, if LeBron comes back and goes, hey, you know what? We're going to cultivate this talent. We're not going to scare it or intimidate it. We're going to cultivate it. If that happens, and why not go beat a Phoenix? Beating Phoenix, George, would make people go, you know what, wait a second, hold on a second. Because now we're, let's see, they're 5-10, and 10, right? 5-10 and 10, or is it 6-5-10? and 5 and 10. Anyway, um, you know, they're digging themselves out, but they got to beat somebody who's decent. And they've only just beaten a bunch of bad teams, and Anthony Davis has been a cheat code. It's my new phrase, by the way. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. Never. Cheat code is a new phrase I've come up with to describe Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. When in three games you average 35 points and 17 rebounds, a couple assists, a couple of blocks, team goes 3-0. and Cheat code is what Anthony Davis is. Yeah. You should use that, George. I should. Start thinking about that a little bit. Yeah. People are on me about my Kings of Leon take. You'll have to excuse me, everybody. Um, just don't, uh, just not into the Kings of Leon, everybody. That's that's the deal, you know. It's not religious for me. When I go see Pearl Jam, that's religious. Kings of Leon, I left. Okay. There's a really good song by them called Revelry, and listen to that song and then see if you change your mind. Revelry. It's a good jam. I don't know. I just made that up. Reminds, I me, of, reminds me of camping. I didn't, didn't it didn't sound familiar to They're me. They're a good chill <laughs> camping band. <laughs> Revelry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Revelry. <laughs> Cap, you know like their big hit song though, right? Which one is the that? The Sex on Fire song? That yeah, 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 yeah. You know that song, don't you? I do. <laughs> that song. Where they this stick sex is on fire. <laughs> that thing, yeah. Yeah. I saw goes, Cage yeah! the Elephant. He says yeah really loud. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw Cage the Elephant. I've never seen them before. Everybody's like, dude, yeah. you got to see these guys. Dude, we got to go because Slee was going to start for Lakers talk. Oh. All right? Yeah, let's get out of here. All right. Peace out, Cappy. Great job. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. See ya. Sleeves next.